1: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday
0: edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I wanted to come here and do a quick episode on a Saturday. Talk about an Orlando Magic win over the Charlotte Hornets. Paolo Bancaro making another star turn, but... Why can't things be simple? More injuries for the Orlando Magic that we got to dive all the way into. Let's get to it. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Indeed, Locked On Magic today is March 4th, 2023. My name is Philip Mike the Expert and Insight Editor over at Orlando Magic Daily.com. course, follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore O-M D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, a pair of injuries make for an unhappy Friday, despite a really nice win over the Charlotte Hornets. We'll get into that game, but we'll talk about the injuries facing Jonathan Isaac and yes, Franz Wagner, as well as we try to uh, wrap our heads around what happened on Friday Night. We'll get to that coming up here. In just a moment, but first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us. Whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. The Lockdown Podcast Network—it's your team every day. I'd love to talk first about the Orlando Magic's win over the Charlotte Hornets, but there's no getting around the big news of the day that came down Friday at around. 4 o'clock. Uh, Moj was the first one that I saw reporting it, but the Orlando Magic shortly announced afterward. Jonathan Isaac will not play the rest of the season. Uh, he has undergone surgery to re- to repair a torn left adductor muscle. Um, that is ki- kind of related to your hamstring. It is it is it is a related injury to the to the surgery that ha- that he had back in March, back in last March. Um, but obviously, just a Honestly, just when the news came down, it was just a huge crushing blow. Um, just personally, um, there's a lot happening here with Jonathan Isaac's injury. But but the first thing is, the dude worked so hard, through so much adversity to get back from the torn ACL. Um, the Magic were abundantly cautious to try and make sure there weren't any more setbacks. Um, there was the hamstring injury last March that only further kind of upped the caution and tried to make sure everything was stable. And, man, for this to happen after he was playing so well, after it felt like he was getting ready to ramp up his minutes, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, and, you know, I'm sure the Magic are going to reevaluate all of their processes and the decisions they made. Uh, I am sure that there are a lot of questions that will still need to be answered and, and, and still need to be sorted through uh, in order to figure out Isaac's future. And we'll, and we'll talk a little bit about that, but I, I just don't think today is that day. Um, this is just personally heartbreaking and frustrating. Um, as a fan, as someone who's been around Isaac as a person, it's, it, that dude wants nothing more than to play basketball. And I, I think he could tell that. Um, he was excited to be back on the floor. He was excited to help his teammates. He's been nothing but a good teammate over the course of all of this. Everybody's been cheering for him to make his return and to be the player that we all thought he could be um, before before his initial injury back you know three years ago now, and this is just incredibly frustrating and and you know I know that I know that Isaac Isaac's the kind of person that's going to take it in stride and and you know he's not going to be too down on himself for this I, at least I don't think he will. Um, he he's got to keep the faith. That that is the strongest part of him is that he will keep the faith on this, and then he will try and make a comeback. And as Jeff Waltman said in his press release uh, from the Magic, the Magic are going to be right there with him. Um, you know, for for the time being, um, it obviously sucks. Um, you know, I, I told a lot of people before the season that getting Isaac back was a bonus. Um, anything you could get from him should be considered a bonus, just because it's true. Right now, you can't rely on him to be healthy, and that is. Really vital. Um, that is a really vital thing, just to be available. Um, you know, We'll get to Franz Wagner here in a second, but I don't think any of us doubt Franz Wagner is going to be out very long if he even misses time to begin with, because that dude just plays. He plays through everything. And it's not that Isaac isn't trying to do that, but these are serious injuries, and his body just does not seem willing to co- cooperate. Whether it was the ankle injury his rookie year, whether it was the, the knee injury, that the, the random knee injury that occurred, in his third year, to ACL when we got into the bubble, to just the long recovery to get back to now, it just it, it's it's been a frustrating road for a player who is supremely talented. I don't think today is the day to make decisions, um, you know. But this kind of injury and 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 the, and the way that this all comes down does I think put a lot of questions as to Isaac's future. And what, and whether Isaac even has a future with this team um, to some extent. I think that this, ga- that this absolutely is a reflection point, an inflection point. Um, look, the last few years of Isaac's contract are non-guaranteed. Uh, he is only guaranteed about $7.5 million next year. His contract in 2024 is fully non-guaranteed. Uh, the Magic set this up to protect themselves in case this happened. Um, his contract guarantees were pegged to both date and to games played, uh, and Isaac's obviously not hitting those marks right now. It is anticipated that Isaac will be ready for training camp at the very least. Um, will have some summer runway to to get better and get himself back into shape. So, if the Magic, I I, I would expect that the Magic will wait him out one more year. But boy, does that put a lot of pressure on a guy who has just not played a lot of games. Um, if, you know, I, I don't. again, I, I, I really hate to reduce people down to contracts, but if the Magic need the money to sign someone this offseason, it would not surprise me if the Magic do separate from Isaac. And that's unfortunately what this injury kind of foretells. The Magic have done everything they can. They have been supportive, and I think they will continue to be supportive. But we've reached the end of the road here or we're getting closer to the end of the road with Isaac. The magic have done, magic have given him all the runway, all the freedom, all the opportunity to get back and obviously some of that is out of Isaac's control he's got to be healthy to play. but that only leads to more questions. That only leads to more issues and more more things to look forward to and, and, and eventually this team does have to move forward. That is a $17 million contract that's sitting on their books, and right now that doesn't matter, but in a couple of years it will, because in a couple of years Cole Anthony needs to get paid, in a couple of years Jalen Suggs needs to get paid, Franz Wagner needs to get paid, Paolo Banchero needs to get paid. There is no Jonathan Isaac after this contract expires, not at this, not at this amount, and it's going to be very, very tough to justify giving up the roster spot um, and and, and continuing to wait things out, even with how talented and good Isaac is. Again. This is a part of the conversation that we have to have Uh, with another major injury, another surgery, another comeback cut short. We do have to start asking questions about where does Isaac fit in the future and at what point does this team pull the plug? We will have that discussion, I think, throughout the offseason and especially heading into free agency because... That is a major chip the Magic could play. The Magic could squeeze out another $9 million of cap room and that puts them over 30 if you're going to go after a major free agent. That's the reality of this business and the reality of this game. But, honestly, as much as we do have, our mind starts to wander there, I just want to feel for the kid. Um, you know, he's, he's not a kid anymore, but I have to feel for Isaac. And, and, and I know... So many Magic fans are just spiritually crushed by this because we all see the talent Isaac has and and how good he is with with, with teammates and and even in the community. And it just does not seem fair that things just never add up for him. That everything has seemingly worked against him. Isaac's done for the year, though. And the Magic will, as always have to move forward. Friday's game, though, saw another injury, another key injury, and it overshadowed what was actually a pretty decent game from Orlando, or, or maybe you could start a game, I don't know. Uh, but we'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our friends at Better... Or sorry, not BetterHelp. I have the wrong thing up. That's, that's later. Um, but first... A quick word from our friends at FanDuel. There we go. Got the wrong ad up. You saw you, it. You saw it us. We are past the midway point of the NBA season, heading to the final quarter of the year. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored and threes drained. There are a couple of those people trying to sneak in some Rookie of the Year candidates, trying to claim that, oh, Paolo Bancaro isn't Rookie of the Year. I see you, Kings. I see you, Kings. And Keegan Murray's had a great year, but come on, guys. You're really going to compare Keegan Murray, who's had a very good year, to Paolo Bancaro and the double teams he's seen? I think he answered your own question there. The odds are very good on Paolo Bancaro to win Rookie of the Year, so that's easy money. Um, Not a lot of money, but easy money. So you can bet on that, plus other great props and offers at FanDuel. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is
0: Jake from Locked On.
2: Like I said, there were two injuries that happened Friday. First was Jonathan Isaac. Second, in the second quarter of the Orlando Magic's win over the Charlotte Hornets, 117-106, Franz Wagner appeared to, like, trip over the basketball, trying to go after a loose ball underneath his basket, and appeared to—he fell hard and appeared to roll his ankle. He was officially out with a sprained left ankle. He did get up. He did limp off the floor and limp into the locker room. He did not return for the second half of the game. Um, knowing Franz, uh, X-rays were negative, so that's good. That's good news as well. Um, knowing Franz, as long as it's not a high ankle sprain, I don't think it was. It looked it looked like a pretty, you know, relatively normal injury. Um, knowing Franz, he's not going to miss much time. So I, 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 the general vibe that Jamal Mosley gave is that Franz will be fine. That it's not anything super serious. Sprained ankles happen. If he misses a game, he'll miss a game. Um, and so obviously that was. Like the huge story of this game and a huge story of Friday night, it was the Magic were just dealing with injuries left and right, everywhere, every which way. Um, they you know, had to find their way through it, and luckily they have a guy like Paolo Bancaro. because you know, what sucks about the injuries is that it hid what turned out to be a pretty decent game from the Orlando Magic. Yes, there are some things to be a little bit worried about and concerned about, but the Magic overall played a fantastic game. Paolo Bancaro stepping up in Franz Wagner's absence scored 16 of his 31 points in the third quarter, and he was all in his bag. He made two three-pointers for the first time since late January um, in a game. He was hitting his step-backs. He was hitting his fadeaways. He was getting to the basket. Didn't get to the foul line. That was the one thing he didn't do well, but had a couple and ones, was just bulldozing his way through Charlotte's Charlotte's defense. Um, And and once he kind of locked in, once he kind of knew, hey, I've got to step up and carry this team, he did that. The Magic built as much as a 24-point lead in that third quarter, largely on Paolo's back. And the Magic just understood, feed him the rock. Give him the ball. Get out of his way. Paolo Bancaro is going to carry us to victory. And that, that's that's honestly exactly what Paolo Bancaro did. It was uh, an exciting, a thrilling game from him. And obviously, he was such a huge presence for the team. The rest of the game, though, it really had its rocky moments. Um, look, Cole Anthony still had 16 points, finished, you know, has done a lot of things that, that we've grown accustomed to him doing over the last few weeks, uh, really over the last month and a half or so. Um, Jalen Suggs stepped in, played Franz Wagner's minutes in the uh, third quarter um, in the starting lineup. He finished with 15 points, had a really solid game, was the usual pest, pest that he is on defense, 5 for 9 shooting. But the real story in this game was, despite the Magic shooting so well, 53.5% from the floor, 38.5%, 10 for 26 from beyond the arc. Only 15 for 19 from the foul line. Despite all that, Orlando never kind of got the kill down. Um, and I think this is like the big thing for the Magic. It's just kind of keeping the same intensity, especially when playing with the lead. And this is a team that hasn't played with the lead a lot, I mean, this is, you know, the Magic's first double digit victory in a little while. Um, the Magic had 20 turnovers that turned into 27 Charlotte points. Kelly Oubre hit 22, scored 22 points, hit four of eight three pointers. He had four of. Charlotte's nine three-point makes, or uh, sorry, four for nine. He had twenty-nine points. Terry Rozier had twenty-two points on four for eight three-point shooting. So eight of Charlotte's nine three-point makes came from two players, and they really carried Charlotte back into this game. Charlotte got to within seven, and so Orlando, which had played a pretty sloppy game for most of the outing, until Paolo Banchero kind of put his foot down. Uh, the bench did a good job building a lead in the second quarter. Paolo put his foot down gave Orlando a sizable advantage in the third. The Magic kind of ran away, but never really put the game away. Charlotte got to within seven, and that's when Orlando had to close things out. Markel Fultz, who struggled for most of the game, nine points, five turnovers, four for eight shooting, made some big shots down the stretch to put the Magic ahead. Gary Harris had a wild flip shot to to, to put the Magic kind of firmly and comfortably ahead, too. Um, This was a game where the Magic were far from perfect. They were downright sloppy at times. It, it was not a pretty game for Orlando. Uh, and they still, like, found their way. They still they still did enough to win. And again, credit goes to to, to Palo Bain-Carol. 30 31 points is really strong game. Wendell Carter had 12 points, 9 rebounds. You get 9 each from— uh, you know, Franz had 9 before he left the game. 9 each from Fultz and Harris. Um, Orlando just got a big boost from its bench like it always does. Thirteen points for Mo Wagner as well in this one. He had a really strong showing, showing in his short time. Uh, just, just, just really imbalanced scoring for Orlando. And that, you know, again, some of it is they gave the ball to Paolo a lot. He shot thirteen for twenty-six. They trusted him to kind of carry the team, to carry the team. His shot selection is still looking to get better. But when he got on his tear in the third quarter, but otherwise he was just kind of solid, solid drumbeat. And Orlando needed uh, somebody else to. Kind of get themselves get themselves going and look, Charlotte just doesn't have the horses to keep up with that. Um, Charlotte turned the ball over themselves 21 times, so it's not like Orlando was poor. Their defense was really good. They made key stops. They were decent in transition, but it was just a really sloppy game for Orlando. And, and it's not a ga- it's a game where you won and the Magic won comfortably um, because the moments when they were locked in, when they were focused, Charlotte couldn't beat them. Charlotte really couldn't do much with them. Uh, but there are too many moments where Orlando just... Would, I don't want to say he went through the motions because that's not accurate. There are too many moments where Orlando just didn't play under control, didn't play with poise. And look, Markell had five turnovers. Paolo had three. Expect turnovers from Paolo at this point, uh, you know, still. Um, Franz had two. Wendell had two. Cole had two. Jalen had three. There are just too many of these moments where... The Magic were just too loose with the ball. We're, we're, you know, they, played this, they played them like they were the Hornets. And you know I said it early in the game when Charlotte still had a little bit of a lead. The only thing that's going to keep Charlotte in this game is turnovers. The Magic are a better team. They are going to dominate this game. But turnovers remain a, a huge issue for the Orlando Magic. Um, it, it's, it's really just that simple. Um, you know, again, the, most nights... The Magic can—against most against most opponents, you know, Milwaukee's different. Um, Boston's different. We'll see Milwaukee again on Tuesday. Um, some of these opponents are different, but the Magic, the Magic just can't beat themselves. Most nights against most opponents, the Magic just have to avoid beating themselves, and, and they will have a chance to win. And, and again, Orlando kind of beat themselves a little bit here to let Charlotte hang around longer than they should or, or, or make the game more interesting than they should. But look, the Magic had 64 points in the paint. Beat Charlotte 64-52 in the paint. 20 second chance points. Still 14 fast break points, even though Charlotte had 20. Orlando did plenty to win this game and did plenty to to keep Charlotte at distance, give them some of that margin for error, to make mistakes. They made some mistakes, but the Magic ultimately prevailed 117-106. to 106. Um, as you can tell, I'm probably a little low energy. We're on a Saturday, so uh, that's going to conclude today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore omd Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, you your tune in, hit Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, all of them based on the podcast, or your podcast and your listen device. Relays on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast, especially the Game to Game podcast every Monday through Friday. Get all the latest scores and analysis from all the local experts. It's like watching every game around the league with someone who knows their team best. That's the power of the Locked On Podcast Network. Check it out today, Game to Game NBA, on the Locked On NBA Podcast feed, uh, on Odyssey, YouTube, and wherever you download podcasts. That's good to me. I think you'll get to today's episode of Locked On uh, uh, We'll see you guys next time